No video stream tonight? Uh, it's it's uh, it's on its way. It uh, has not uh, started yet. I'm trying to work that out right um, now. Or, or I was wondering if the computer was rebooting or something. <laughs> I put D dead question mark instead of D live. <laughs> yeah, D, D, it's D dead right now, but it should be going up uh, very soon. Hey, Eric, I'm testing. Can you hear me? I can hear you. You can hear me, too. Yep. Sounds like maybe I don't have a delay tonight. Lord, I hope. Oh, that was mm -hmm. All right. And it should go up uh, here any time. It is live now. I see it. <sighs> Blowing kisses to the camera. Oh, no, that's not me. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been. Uh, I uh, just woke up from a nap like moments ago. Had uh, had a honeybee said me too, not me, her. Oh, oh, her. She just woke yeah. up from a nap. Oh, that that's good. I'm she, glad she got some rest. She was sitting on the I couch. Was, I don't want to fall asleep at eight thirty. I looked over at nine, a little after nine. I said, "Well, you didn't fall asleep at eight thirty. It woke her up when I said." <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I would have joined last night's impromptu show, but the best way you could probably get in touch with me if my message notifications don't go off, you might need to call me. Well, I figured that you were already asleep, so I didn't bother. Uh... Well, um, I, I need to be used, used to being on call because that's the way the television news business works. You know, you've got to be on call and you've got to know how to work crazy hours. Oh, yeah. No, I hear you. We actually had I uh, had a good conversation with uh, a gentleman last night, and that was uh, really good. So it was, uh, yeah, I saw your business dinner. Honeybee was showing me some pictures. Looks nice. Oh, yeah. That, uh, the, yeah, the, uh, the dinner after the dinner. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder who the gentleman was last night. Oh, um, he was uh, the guy that came on the show uh, early this morning was from North Carolina. Jolly Jaws, um, I know who that is. Jolly I mean, Jaws, yes, that was his I name. think I've been in his show a couple of times, but I talked to him once, but he kind of comes across as saying, woe is me. No offense. Yeah. Well, I, I enjoyed the conversation. Uh, BP was there. He he, uh, he struggled through the midnight hours with us, so it's uh, good to have our, our friend BP join us uh, last night. You know, and I, I love one thing Jeremy said, that the reason why a lot of your CEOs don't get the full eight hours of sleep at night is because if they were, um, decisions would already be getting made for people. This is true. This is true. Very true. Anyways, uh, I'm going to stop the music and... Uh, Let's get the show on the road on this. It's Friday. Live from Southern California. It's the Slightly Serious Show. The Slightly Serious Show. The furthest thing from serious. And now, here is your host, Slightly, along with co-host Eric from Georgia. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Slightly Serious Show. It is Friday, June 18th, 2021. The weekend is just about here for a lot of you out there. It's probably already begun because it's, what, 930 your time, most of, the, most of you guys? Anyways, welcome to the show. I appreciate that uh, you're joining us on our 
last show of the week. Uh, for those of you that missed our late, late show last night, make sure you go ahead and, uh, you know, visit Apple Podcasts, Amazon, or Spotify, or whatever you get your damn podcasts and download the episode that we did this morning. Uh, that should be available later tonight. But uh, I actually had a nice, long, thorough conversation with a gentleman who lives in North Carolina for about an hour or so, just talking about all kinds of random topics. And uh, it was pretty a pretty good conversation. Anyways, um, Producer Eric, Perdwe, how are the hell are you guys? You guys having a fantastic Friday so far? Visited a friend again today, and <laughs> I ate lunch with him, like this fettuccine pasta with the basil, basil pesto sauce. Mm, that sounds good. Yeah, we, yeah, we had to leave last night because we had a, a business meeting. Uh, we had a dinner after the dinner, and uh, mm -hmm. Eric, uh, th there's starting to be some concern, my friend. You're, you're uh, seeing an awful lot of uh, friends lately. <laughs> I mean, this is a friend I've been known for like two years now. Well, that's good. You guys uh, sounds like you guys enjoyed uh, dinner and all that. It was kind of a late lunch. A late lunch. Okay. Well, that's good. I love Italian. Mm -hmm. food. That's my favorite. Italian food is my favorite. Now, I don't necessarily always get Italian food living in a uh, in an Asian home. Uh, not that I you know, I love my Asian uh, cooking is the you know not my Asian cooking, but Big Sexy's Asian cooking. Uh, most of the stuff that Big Sexy cooks. Uh, for those of you that follow, obviously, you can tell how delicious it is. But uh, what about you, Pert? Uh, were you working today? Did you uh, get an extended um, vacation? Because, you know, uh, tomorrow's a national holiday. Oh, yeah. I'm making a long weekend, June 13th. I figured I, with the extra days, I'd have time to loot and stuff, you know. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Protest. <laughs> protest. Yes. Peaceful protesting. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I put a tweet out there. I haven't checked it out yet. You know, uh, as you, everyone may very well know that uh, we've, we've begun to have a brand new holiday. To, uh, I believe it starts tomorrow from all the information that I've been getting that tomorrow is June. Mm -hmm. Juneteenth. Juneteenth. That's what they're calling it. Juneteenth. I don't know why the hell they're calling it Juneteenth, but whatever. I mean, uh, there's many other names I could think of that would be. A lot more fitting than Juneteenth, but anyway. Well, slightly. It's a federal holiday. Why in the hell are they making it on a weekend? All federal holidays are like the third Monday of the month, the first Tuesday of the – it's nuts, isn't it? it? It is nuts. You know why I think they did that? That way, um, you know, they don't want people to have an extra day off of work. <laughs> yeah. Or wait a minute. Hold on. No. It really doesn't matter anymore what day it is that they put a national holiday because they want everybody to stay home and collect universal basic income. That's what it is. But Honeybee tried to call a government entity today, and she received a recording saying they were closed for the holiday. So whether it's a weekend or not, they're taking an extended holiday. <sighs> well, it seems like that. That doesn't surprise me, but what's that you say, church lady? Well, isn't that special? <laughs> <laughs> That, that's her thoughts about um, Juneteenth. Juneteenth, yeah, and I but um, but of course, in, in, if if nobody's seen Taz, of course, um, Juneteenth is her birthday. So if anybody sees her, be be sure to wish Taz a happy damn birthday, right, slightly. Wow, well, yeah, Taz. Uh, you know, we haven't seen Taz in a long time. Uh, haven't seen her in a hundred years. Well, I don't know about 100 years, but it's been a while. <laughs> uh, but hopefully her and her daughter are doing well and all Muffin, that. Muffin, yep. Yeah, little Muffin. She's uh, she's seems like the, the, the sweetest little thing. But uh, 
Yeah, I, I actually, uh, you know, speaking of Juneteenth, I, I put a uh, tweet out. Or, do you call it a tweet or a twit? I don't know. I um, a tweet or call it the Twitter twatter. Yeah, the Twitter twatter. Um, and I don't think I, I know that uh, we had uh, a like on it and stuff like that, but apparently everybody's too sense. It's you know such a sensitive topic to comment on. So I'm just going to post it to everybody in here. Okay. So for Juneteenth, now that it's a recognized national holiday, a federal holiday, can someone please explain to me how you think we should celebrate Juneteenth as a holiday? I'm asking for a friend, by the way. <laughs> hey there, Mike Tampa Bay. Welcome to the show, buddy. I hope you're having a lovely Friday. And I mean, I have my own ideas, but I, I, I like to hear everybody else's ideas. But uh, if you have any uh, any suggestions for Slightly on how he should celebrate his Juneteenth holiday tomorrow, please let me know. I will uh, definitely, uh, I'll oblige and go ahead and, you know what, if there's particular things you uh, would like to see us celebrate, uh, by, you know, do on, by, to celebrate it. We'll take photos. We'll put it on Twitter. We'll put it on uh, Instagram as well. So anyways, think about that through tonight's show. Uh, and let me know. And if you're going to celebrate Juneteenth, I'd love to hear how you're going to celebrate it. Um, to me, uh, you know, like I've uh, I've kind of tweeted out, I think, in the past uh, earlier today, and just my overall thoughts on this, you know, recognized holiday. It's weird to me how we are now a, a society that's going to celebrate a day when our government not necessarily ended slavery, but expanded it to everybody in society. Because now we're all just, you know, we all work to pay our taxes so they can spend it where, however the hell they'd like without our consent, uh, primarily spending hundreds of billions of dollars, not necessarily here in our country, but overseas. But, uh, and that's uh, all off the work and labor of American citizens. So I don't necessarily see it as an end to slavery. It's uh, more or less an expansion to, to slavery to, to every American in our society. So personally, I don't think I'll be celebrating Juneteenth myself, but to each Me neither. Um, Mike Tampa Bay says, what is being celebrated as a holiday for Juneteenth? Um, well, I don't know. Well, that's – well. Apparently, uh, you know, Mike, they're, they're saying that Juneteenth is supposed to be a federal holiday for recognizing the end of slavery. But, you know, I already gave you my opinion on that. Um, a couple of stories. Um, we'll get into some stories here. Um, I, I have to bring them up and all that still. But um, aside from joking around about the holiday and all that, anybody have any fun plans for the weekend? Um I don't have nothing going on. I hope I get to relax and like just sleep all weekend because I'm tired. Well, I know this weekend is Father's Day, of course. So happy Father's Day, you know, to all the dads out there. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Thanks for reminding me. Well, no Father's Day weekend trip to Big Bear this year, but I think you and Big Sexy will likely go Fourth of July this year. I would, as always. Well, we're we're thinking of doing. Uh, we're trying to figure out what we're going to do because uh, July eighth is a uh, you know an anniversary. So mm -hmm. uh, there's expectations that come along with that, as uh, most husbands understand. Uh, um, 
so yeah, no, no, uh, no Big Bear this this year. Last year, uh, and good memory there, producer Eric. Last year we were up in Big Bear for Father's Day, uh, but not this weekend. Um, maybe I'll actually go visit my father for Father's Day. We'll see. Uh-huh. Uh, Mike Tampa Bay says going to great exploration with my daughter. Going to play on the fire truck and play in a fort house. Oh, that sounds fun. That's great. Anytime spending with the kiddos is good times. That's for sure. Uh, welcome to the show, Sarmenti and uh, Pert. Any uh, plans for, with uh, for you and Honeybee? I might just eat all weekend. <laughs> I heard him laugh, and that was about it. He must. Well, really I said I might just eat all weekend. Oh, you're gonna eat? Mm. Maybe I don't know. What are we gonna well, eat? The menu. What's on the menu? Yeah, I, whatever's in the fridge. We just need to make some room. <laughs> Oh, okay. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, works. a little bit, a little well, bit of everything. Oh, good. Well, my 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 weekend plans is like tomorrow evening I'll be up at my brother and sister in law's house, um, house sitting and pet sitting for two chihuahuas, a bearded dragon, and a betta fish from from the nineteenth to the twenty sixth, and I'm there again twenty ninth to the sixth. Oh my God, that's a lot of they, damn they, animals. Hey, they're probably be good cash money under the table. <laughs> oh my God! Shh. Don't be saying anything about cash under the table. Like, I mean, there's you know, you never know who's listening. Well, they don't know where my brother and sister-in-law live, and I think we're just going to keep it at that. Um, but you know, it's all in good fun. But I've got to make sure I get the Wi-Fi password so I can use my tablet since I don't, I can't hotspot it on my phone. Yeah, that's true. Well, at least you get to be surrounded by animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's animals are fun. And I think the friend I visited today, I think, like close to Fourth of July, we might go over to Lenox Road in Atlanta to eat at a restaurant called Roasters. I mean, I've eaten there a few times. And I know they're supposed to be going to a restaurant on Cheshire Bridge Road called Rocks, spelled R-O-X-X. What do they serve at Rocks? I mean, I think it's a different variety of foods like meatloaf, hamburgers. Um, but it, it's along that stretch of road where you have a lot of like the nightlife venues. Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, that sounds like, like if, you go to. I mean, if you and Big Sexy are ever in Atlanta for a visit, I mean, I'm, I'm sure if you hear names like the Heretic um, and, and a couple of their, those nightclubs, I'm sure you'd probably do some research on them to, to figure out if they're worth visiting. Yeah, no, they definitely that would be uh, definitely something that we'd probably uh, go check out. That would, sounds like fun. <laughs> I um, I don't know uh, where where is that? Where the hell is everybody? Perch says. Yeah, they, I mean, I'm, I'm looking. I think, go ahead, I think I know where they're hanging out. They're hanging out over in Chris Unplugged's music show. I mean, we'll he's go on. Get them. Uh, <laughs> Damn, hey, you know where they are. <laughs> Maybe they might come in and surprise us. Go but... over there, hey! Go over there and do a slightly infomercial like you do here, and tell them to come on over. Tell them we're waiting on them. We we can't start start the show without them, right? Slightly. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> they already know I'm over here. We'll poach them, poach them from everybody else. Tell them we're giving away a thousand dollars cash tonight. Where are you at? Eric says they already know he's over here, and I thought he was the Pied Piper of Podbean. Man, <laughs> you know what, Joe Biden? Um, about that. Oh, Mike's going, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I might get J Lo and um, and Felix and a couple oh. other friends in here. There you go, J Lo. Uh, J Lo's a big name. <clears throat> hey, not not to start news, but did you see where uh, they're finally getting on to Biden about his uh, 
quip or whatever you want to call it, sharp remarks to the reporters that ask him questions that he doesn't want to answer? I have not seen that. I I ran across a story where there's 13 House Republicans that want him to take a mental test. (laughs) I I would like to see that. Well, didn't – go ahead. I think all Americans would love to see him take a – well, not all Americans, of course, but – Well, didn't Trump challenge him to a cognitive test before the debate? Yes, and he kind of laughed that off. He's like, yeah, right. He is definitely not uh, cognitive. That's for sure. No. There's no – nobody can convince me. Uh, There's no way you could convince me. I mean, I – I mean, I think the Queen of England is more cognitive than he is. I completely agree. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I don't know. I, I it worries me. Uh, in the fact of the matter that he's going out. Um, you know, you know how we've been talking about how Cam- he's you know tells Kamala, hey, go do this, deal with foreign leaders. To be honest with you, I don't really have a problem with that because he is so fucking weak. Why do you want him to go try to represent us? Yeah, she might be a bitch, but at least she's going to stand her ground, right? We exactly. hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm not. I'm starting to be okay with that because you know, if you're another world leader, you're just laughing in this guy's face. You're like, I can do whatever I want to you, you dumbass. Yep. What are you going to do well, about? It? Well, when Trump was there, um, you know, he he literally had. You know, had other world leaders like shitting bricks because they 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 were literally afraid of him because you know, you know he instilled still that that fear in them. You know, proving he was a strong leader. But when you project weakness, it you're basically letting countries like China and Russia and Venezuela get, give us the big middle finger when we should be the ones giving them the middle finger. Well, we don't necessarily need to give them a finger, but we do need to stand up for ourselves and not be. Bold. Right, just you know, stand mm. up and uh, make sure that uh, people respect you. Keep your fingers in your pocket. Well, mm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to leave that alone. But yes, uh, sure. Um, I I, uh, I have our first story, and uh, it has to do with uh, basically our opening, and uh, you know, basically it has to do with the U.S. House sending the bill to Biden about June Juneteenth and all that. And, Can we get a better uh, it was get a better name for that? I mean, that just doesn't even roll off your tongue, does it? It doesn't. I don't even know. I mean, you, you. I mean, everybody knows what you know. The Fourth of July is, or yeah. I mean, they know what Martin Luther King Day is. Why can't they call it Emancipation Day? Or is that degrading? I, I'm asking with sincerity because I don't know. Maybe that's not a word that they like to hear. But I mean, at least it has a meaning. Shit, Juneteenth just means there's. Nine days in there, you don't know which one it is. Right, exactly. Well, maybe it's that way. Not even nine, seven. I don't know. I don't know how many it is. I think it's like five or six. But uh, let's see. The uh, was like thirteenth, fourteenth, fifteenth, sixteenth, seventeenth, eighteenth, nineteenth. Seven days. Yeah. Yeah. So the teeth. Oh, there you go. BP suggests. How about we do a set me free? Uh, That one might offend. But like I tell you guys, it has does it really have to do with anything about being set free? I mean, I I get that the type of slavery I'm talking about is a hundred percent different than the slavery that you know we're talking about back then. Yeah. But 
um, you know, they say that we're a toll-free society. That's not the case. That's just blowing smoke up your ass. Well, that's just my opinion. But apparently, uh, before it uh, got to uh, President Biden, uh, the House floor voted 415 to 14 uh, to, to pass this bill, to have him go ahead and sign on to the Juneteenth bill. Those 14 people were House Republicans who voted against it. And uh, a USA Today column explains why they voted against the holiday. Uh, the article reads that the legislation to recognize June 19th or Juneteenth. You know what, Pert? Now that I read it, why don't they just call the holiday June 19th? I mean, it makes just as much sense, right? Well, unless they're going to rotate it to the, you know, that particular day, meaning the third Saturday or whatever of the month. I don't know. I, I'm not sure. But I think we all agree it just makes absolutely zero percent sense. But yeah. anyways, uh, it was overwhelmingly passed on Wednesday, like we told you, uh, with the 14 uh, House representatives voting against it. And it recognizes June 19th, 18. Oh, here, maybe we have some answers. It recognizes June 19th, 1865, the day enslaved people in Galveston, Texas, learned slavery was ended as a public holiday. President Abraham Lincoln's Emancipation Proclamation had freed all enslaved African Americans in rebel states two, two and a half years earlier. The bill now heads, uh, which what well, it headed to uh, Biden's desk, which obviously he signed. The 14 Republicans in Congress that voted against him, uh, this bill, are Mo Brooks of Alabama, Andy Biggs of Arizona, Scott Desjarlace uh, out of Tennessee. Tom Tiffany in Wisconsin, Doug LaMalfa in California, Mike Rogers in Alabama, Ralph Norman, South Carolina, Chip Roy, Paul Gosar, Tom McClintock, Matt Rosendale, Ronnie Jackson, Thomas Massey, and Andrew Clyde. And now, should we give their home address like the liberals do when they don't like the votes? Well, they, that, they might be doing that, but they don't do that on this website at least. Well, okay. <laughs> But anyway, several of the representatives shared why they were voting against the bill. Uh, Ronnie Jackson of Texas told USA Today that he thinks there are enough federal holidays, damn it. I added the damn it part, by the way. He says, quote, we have enough federal holidays right now. I just don't see the reason in doing it. I don't think it rises to the level I'm going to support it. Um, Montana Representative Rosendale released a statement on his vote against the bill. He said, quote, let's call an ace an ace. Heard. Is that what the terminology I'm supposed to use instead of a spade a spade? I don't know because that was got some <laughs> are negative, are we negative sw- meaning too. Are we switching uh, suits? We're going from spades to aces? Or- <laughs> I I don't know. Could be. Could yeah. be. Anyways, he went on to say that, quote, this is an effort by the left to create a day out of whole cloth to celebrate identity politics as part of its larger efforts to make critical race theory the reigning ideology of our country. Since I believe in treating everyone equally, regardless of race, and that we should be focused on what unites us rather than our differences, I will vote no. Um, Thomas Massey argued that referring to Juneteenth as a National Independence Day would confuse people. Are they, what do you, who, there, There's people out there saying that this is a, an Independence Day? So let's see. We're going to have July 4th for, I guess, some Americans, and then we'll have Juneteenth for – the black uh, community? I is don't that? know. 
Sounds. Do you have fireworks? Are we having fireworks for this one too? Maybe gunshots. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> God, I'm going Everybody to- grab your Glock. Unbelievable. But uh, yeah, there, there should only be one Independence Day, in my opinion. That's uh, for all Americans to celebrate our, our wonderful country. Anyways, he goes on to say that he, quote, fully supports creating a day to celebrate the, uh, the uh, uh, abolition of slavery, a dark portion of our nation's history. That's what uh, Massey said on the House floor. However, naming this day... National Independence Day will create confusion and push Americans to pick one of those two days as their independence based on their racial identity. Cause confusion or planned chaos? Uh, maybe both. I don't know. I mean, but then again, maybe that'll give uh, them a day to sing their the national black anthem because that's still a thing I hear. Does anybody even know what it is? Do you have a copy of it? Can you play it? Uh, I will play a copy of it. I'll I'll find a uh, a rendition. I don't know who's going to be singing it, but we'll find it. Here, I'll show my I'll show my age slightly. I think you left it on your turntable. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, uh, Jeremy! Uh, Jeremy in the chat says, "Please don't." Well, Jeremy, you're the one that introduced it to us, my friend. You you're the OG of bringing the Black National Anthem to Podbean. Anyways, uh, Chip Roy also objected to the bill. Uh, Juneteenth should be commemorated as the expression of the realization of the end of slavery in the United States, and I commend those who work for its passage. Uh, he says, I could not vote for this bill, however, because the holiday should not be called Juneteenth National Independence Day, but rather Juneteenth National Emancipation Day. Huh. Sounds like something familiar we just heard from Pertwee. Anyways, the, the na- this name needlessly divides our nation on a matter that should instead bring us together by creating a separate independence based on the color of one's skin. The Atlanta Journalist-Constitution uh, reported that Andrew Clyde, the only member of the Georgia delegation to vote no, declined to answer any questions about his vote. But um, so I don't know. I don't. I don't have the exact. I mean, is that what they're calling it? Juneteenth uh, is it Independence Day? That's the first I've heard um, of the Independence it, mentioned. I've only just heard it referred to as Juneteenth. Right. Same here. And uh, I'm just very curious. Uh, maybe uh, Jeremy, have have you heard anything? Is it just Juneteenth, or is it Juneteenth Independence Day now? Anyways, as soon as we hear anything about that, we'll. Uh, there, there should only be one Independence Day, kind of like there should only be one national anthem, because otherwise all you're doing is you're segregating again. And there's no need for that in our society, just like there's no need for critical race theory in our, in our classrooms all across America. Uh, our kids need to be learning how to be leaders and not sheep in our society. Anyways, uh, per, per, yeah, Pert says, let's call it Cummings Day of Reflection. <laughs> uh, Justice Truth Warrior says, when are we going to have a get rid of the Globalist Bastards Day? Uh, I'm getting this. I'm getting. Sh- I'm guessing shit's going to hit the, the, the fans, the mother of all fans, when people start starving. Yeah, I, I agree with that. You know what I was thinking? Because we come up with federal holidays for anything and everything these days. I mean, pretty soon it'll be National uh, Wear Your Underwear to Work Day. Um, I'm hoping that you already do that. But 
I think the next federal holiday we should have is the day that President Joe Biden is out of office because that's one holiday that every American can celebrate. You're welcome. I, I agree. What do you think about that? You like? Uh, you think we should go go ahead and uh, start applying uh, for that? You know, I agree with you with about ninety nine point nine percent of the things you say. So, yeah. Jeez, where's the point zero zero one? <laughs> it's in my pocket right now. <laughs> oh dear, I, that's uh, this is a family show, Bert. <laughs> we are family. What are you talking about? We are family. Uh, yes, Hallelujah, Justice Warrior. Uh, he also says, and let's get the bicycle from India out first. The bicycle. What? What's that? I don't know. What bicycle? I don't know. He says Harris. Everyone rode her. <laughs> <laughs> you are a naughty boy. Unbelievable. Um, uh, someone just joined us. I, I've never seen that name. Uh, J, JK one, one on one. Welcome to the show, JK. Oh, welcome. Yeah. Should someone should tell Biden that there's a good smelly kid in a viper pit and he'll be gone. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, you know, you all know how I feel about uh, uncle Joe. Uh, we'll just call him uncle creepy, creepy uncle Joe. How about that? Instead of calling him president Joe Biden, we'll call him creepy uncle Joe. That's his new nickname, I guess. Well, the next story I want to bring to you, uh, Pert, uh, you actually uh, brought this over to me and uh, we're going to make sure that, I want to make sure that the, everything is ready on the video side of things for this. And basically, it's a uh, video of an Illinois father uh, getting uh, going off pretty much about critical race theory, uh, calling it a bunch of nonsense and virtue signaling. And, uh, you know, we, we've been trying to feature as much as possible Americans in our society that are speaking up and voicing their opinions and uh, basically telling it how it is. And not giving two shits about who is it, who it is in front of, and uh, I'm going to uh, get this played up. I don't think it's a, a very long clip, but uh, I think it's a very effective one at that. And uh, we'll play the video and then uh, kind of give you some dialogue after it, and uh, we'll see. Hey, Justice Truth Warrior, thanks for the champagne, my friend. Thank you very much. On a nice Friday evening, a nice glass of champagne is always fantastic. Um, all right. So this guy uh, is, let's see. Uh, da -da. I, uh, I got to make sure it's right on cue for us. All right. So um, here's this gentleman. He's talking to a, an anchor over at Fox News on his thoughts about critical race theory. Listen in. Um, um, yeah, that didn't work out very well. Let's try it. Take two on this. Since virtue signaling, just trying to play off of people's emotions. There is no, the only race it is, is the human race. I don't, I never raised my sons to see anybody as a color. Color was never even discussed in my house at all. All we know is that as my, as children grow, 
they just see other kids and they'll just immediately start playing. There is no a child see them and like, why is his skin color like that of mine? We never discussed that. When it all comes down to it, people are just people. My sons never had a talk about white people, about Asian people. All they know is that they were people. They were their friends. They played with them. They never once came home and said, dad, my white friend across the street, that they just said my friends. But the people, the fact that they want to focus so much on race, I don't get why they're trying to focus so much on mm-hmm. race. What is so important about the color of my skin? Last just- question on this then, Ty. Uh, uh-huh. among, uh, you, you mentioned your white neighbor across the street, among your African-American friends. Do they support your position on this or do they push back 80%. on you? 80% of African-Americans are completely supporting me because coming from the ghetto, coming from the hooded projects, they see me come out of it. So they're supporting it. But you do got people that's part of a narrative that don't even know me that they have a whole nother different agenda. But I know what's going on behind. I know what's going on behind that. They're just pushing a whole different agenda that they're trying to push what the left wants them to do is to make it seem like black people can't succeed. 80% of African-Americans agree with him, he says. That's a pretty high percentage, uh, don't you think? Yeah, but that, sounds like it. that means there's a lot of people who think for themselves, though, too. Yeah, no, that's a fantastic. That is a fantastic number. And uh, one of the things that I got out of it, it's amazing to me of, you know, that other 20 percent. Uh, that's an amazing percentage that want to continue the narrative. But the news media is only focused on those 20 percent. People like this only get picked up when they do something that goes viral on one of the platforms, social media platforms. Mm -hmm. But they seem to be aggressively going out and looking for those other 20% that may not even have a social media account because that's what pushes their agenda forward. It's just, it's nuts. There's no reporting in truth anymore like there used to be. Or truth in reporting, you know what I mean. Yeah, and did you did you know did you notice how when he was getting on a roll, how aggressive the host was to kind of curb him off and stop him? Oh yeah, they they're trained to do that slightly, just like any good comrade is. <laughs> he I mean, you know, forbid you let him speak his mind. Yeah, uh, we we, we mm-hmm. want to make sure you just to be controversial, but you know mm. we need to make sure you're a, keep keep you oppressed in what your views are because those don't agree, those don't co-align. Those don't align with our agenda and what our narrative is. So, well, you probably got the producer in his earpiece going, "You better change him. You better turn him. He's going where we don't want to go. Don't let him say that." Oh yeah, mm-hmm. he probably had the damn earpiece that fucking Joe Biden has in his ear every night, whenever he speaks. That's that's a control chip. That's not a hearing aid. Oh, oh, is, oh, is that <laughs> is that when he got in, induced his, with, with his COVID shot? Yeah, control? that's his USB. <laughs> Eric, um, what, do you, what are your thoughts on uh, what this gentleman had to say? I mean, he is, um, you, know, you know, he speaks truth. I mean, in, in a way, he, he sounds like he is a very eloquent speaker. Um, and um, he, he's presenting truth that, um, that, you know, that a lot of people may not want to hear, but it's truth that people need to hear. Yeah, I mean, and, and after listening to him is one of those things where I was thinking about, well, what about people like Michael Jordan, you know, Charles Barkley? I mean, 99% of the NBA players, where are all they at saying how they've been oppressed in life and how just white people just suck? Well, <laughs> yeah, you got to remember Barkley's the one that came out when the whole tear down a statue thing started and said, you know what? I've never lost one minute of sleep thinking about those statues. So you know where he stands on it. He thinks it's all bullshit. 
Right. And I, and I think I really deep down, I think that is more than 80 percent of Americans, uh, black Americans. I think that is like more around the 95 to 98 percent, if you want to ask me what I truthfully think. Uh, I think when it's kind of like when things start getting on a roll, it's kind of like the bandwagon. If you think about a sports team who normally, you know, just loses, kind of like uh, the San Diego Padres or before oh, it used to be the San Diego Chargers. God, there you go. Right? Yeah, I know your favorite, uh, your favorite sports. But let's take the San Diego Chargers uh, when they used to be in San Diego. Um, there was hardly any support for the for the team because they lost for many years. And so, as soon as they started winning, everyone jumped on the bandwagon. Now, I kind of think you can take the same type of scenario, obviously in a way different aspect, when it comes to, say, what's going on in our society right now. Not a large majority percentage of black Americans don't necessarily agree with all the bullshit rhetoric that's occurring as far as the critical race theory and how – they feel that they're oppressed. But when you get the ball rolling and you start telling them, hey, come join the club. Look at all the freebies. That's when the bandwagon starts getting bigger and bigger and bigger and people start buying in. That's how I see it. What are you, you, do you guys agree with that? Or is that kind of like kind of irrational? No, I, I, I think there's some truth in that. I was waiting to see if Eric was going to go first. But no, I, I think there's some truth in that and what you just said. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just a, a, uh, a thought that I had. I don't, you know, I just, it, it makes sense to me. Um, it, it's kind of like, it's kind of like the immigrants that are coming over here illegally. Um, when you tell, when you tell them, hey, come on over, it's all, uh, Here's what we get to provide, partying gifts uh, when you arrive. Well, of course, you're starting the bandwagon. I mean, literally, you actually. say the party? And uh, people just uh, jump on it and come on over. It's not their fault. They're being encouraged. Did you say departing gifts when you arrive? Oh, <laughs> departing, <laughs> departing. Uh, uh, no, I mean, we, we, we would love to give them departing gifts. That would mean they're going back home. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. <laughs> I think maybe we should just call it partying gifts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Or or maybe should we call it future vote gifts? Hmm. There you go. Future bribe. Yeah. Now, bribing is illegal. Oh, that's true. You can't do that. No, just call it what mm-hmm. it is. <laughs> well, wait a minute. But so is them crossing the border. So what's fair is fair, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness! Uh, Just Justice Truth Warrior says, "Well, pay, well, they paid millions not to work." Oh, the uh, he, I think he's referring to the uh, sports athletes. Uh, BP wants to make sure that you know that baseball is America pastime, just like Ovaltine. Unbelievable. Anyways, Canadians get eighteen hundred dollars a month for not. Are you are what eighteen hundred a month just not to work? You got to be kidding me. Please tell me you're kidding me, Justice Truth Warrior. I mean, you can get that here in America as long as you pump out kids and uh, do drugs and stay at home. But I, I don't know about 1800 a month just for not working. Anyways, um, what else have we got? Uh, I just put a tweet you're going to find funny. 
Oh boy. I saw it too. Uh, (laughs) All that is going to do is make me go look at my Twitter page, our Jeremy's Twitter page and see what the hell it was that he just tweeted. Let's see. uh, Let's see what uh, crazy stuff Jeremy's got up his sleeve. All right. So, uh, the tweet goes, Kamala Harris worked at a sperm bank until she was fired for drinking on the job. <laughs> 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 oh, my gosh. That's pretty good. He also says that uh, per, his, per his source, Joe Biden is creeping out the White House staff by chasing his dog around on all fours and sniffing its butt. <laughs> Oh, you come up with some good ones, Jeremy. I ain't telling you. Anyways, looks like uh, none other than the crazy ones calling. What's going on, Crazy Kane? Yeah, y'all talking about stuff that I'm somewhat familiar with, so I figured let me call in. Wait a minute. You're familiar with getting on all fours and sniffing butt? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, after he's had enough moonshine. That's true. The thing you mentioned about statues and stuff, you know. Okay. Yes. Did I need sleep over that? No. Was I pissed about it? Very much so. Very much so. But not as pissed as when I had an opinion about it, and then people telling me how ignorant I am. People well, telling me I don't belong in the country. Wait a minute. Why do they tell you that you, they, you do not belong in the country? Because I was against them statues coming down. Okay. Not only was I against it, my spelling and grammar ain't all that perfect. So I was called illiterate. I was called a neo-Nazi. And that I belong in Germany rather in America. So I have a very high opinion when it comes to this stuff. And, you know, I was on another show and I had to block somebody because they were repping the KKK. You know, the problem I have Biggest problem I have with this country is the wrong people get all the fucking attention. Good people can't get a word in. But you're corrupt, you're rich. Uh, Those who know how to do loopholes through the system, they get all the fucking attention. Know what I mean? I do. I, I, I totally get what you mean. Um, I mean, I totally get the whole loophole type thing because as a business owner, you always got to find loopholes just to survive in business. But just in general, as far as what you're saying, as far as I mean, the wrong, the wrong type of people always getting the uh, perfect example of the show, you're 100% right. Perfect example of what I'm talking about is I had a cousin, Army. Special Forces, still active, murdered, New Year's, seven years ago. 
they caught the son of a bitch. But because he was in an abezzling case, shaved 10 years off his sentence. Wow. So when it comes to justice, I'm not saying all justice is perfect. But if justice in the right way where we get killers off the streets and I mean to me if you're guilty you're either going to do time or you're going to make your peace with God soon that that's how I that's what I believe now to all these corrupt people that dip their hands in our pockets Mm-hmm. Like insurance, yeah, fuck insurance. They ain't doing shit for me. I Today have, I had I, to get medicine. Okay, y'all know how much I pay for my medicine? No, I don't. Five hundred and forty-eight dollars. Uh, how much? That's just my medicine. Did you say five hundred and eighty dollars? Five hundred forty-eight. Forty-eight. Oh hell no! I mean, you got that's robbed. That's with Tanya. insurance. You know, you could that's find with insurance. You could find some good street drugs for that amount of money. Yeah, me could hook you up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You should. Uh, you, maybe we'll off the off the air. We'll give you some connections to the lady. But me. why? You know, my point is, that's with insurance. Why the fuck am I paying tax dollars and insurance for shit they're not even helping with? I don't. I don't know. I really don't. I mean, when I take a look at insurance, insurance to me is a it, it's a version of socialism to me. That's how I it, view it. It's it's a version you hit on the doornail, but with a twist. You got to add a little bit of communism in there because socialists and communists there ain't a difference anymore. They all do the same fucking thing. They promote what they want to promote, mm-hmm. and they throw everybody like you and me under the bus. And they hope we don't catch on in time to actually stand against their asses. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you 100% on that. And to the listeners, I'm sorry. Tonight, y'all got the serious crazy motherfucking cane. Don't be sorry. Not the Kane. laughing one. Not the laughing one. Not the one that makes joke about trolls. Y'all got the serious cane. I can't fly my rebel flag because of the stupid right supremacist assholes who desecrated it and desecrated the American flag. But you don't hear about it. They don't teach that. Why, why do you think they don't teach that? Crazy. Oh, don't you know? We lost the war. Oh, yeah. We lost the war in the Civil War. So you can't teach that they had good people there. Uh-huh. If, you're, if you're in the South, you're, you're guilty of association. We're all bad here. We're yeah. all racist. Yeah, well, it's because you're white, right? Yeah. But that's what they want you to believe, folks. Mm-hmm. Don't uh-huh. drink the fucking Kool-Aid. Don't 
Let them brainwash your ass. Yeah. The only person that washes my ass is myself. (laughs) (laughs) But But I I know what I'm getting at. Yes, I do. And, uh, you know, I try to make a little bit of light of everything. But you're 100% right. And I kind of already have an idea what you're going to tell me. But, uh, you know, Juneteenth is tomorrow. What are your thoughts on Juneteenth? I would love to hear your thoughts. You know, I get it. But, you know, I apologize if there's anybody who's different than me in here. Because this may come out the wrong way. Sorry, not sorry situation. Mm-hmm. I don't hear... Don't apologize. I don't hear the Irish having a month or you don't hear about how the Irish was kicked out of Canada. You don't hear how the Irish was forced to fight in the civil war. And you don't hear about, uh, the native Americans, how they were mistreated or how Mexico defeated Spain to get the other half of the country only to lose it in the uh, Mexican battle that happened before the uh, Civil War. So, hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, so, I we're, we're, we're giving uh, one sort of people, we gave them a whole month. Now, we're giving them an extra holiday. Well, hmm. Hmm. Well, they also I don't give a fuck. Well, well, they also have Martin Luther King Day, right? Yeah, they got all them big names. They yeah. got all them big names. And now they have their but own. You know what? Now they have their old. own. Now they have their own Independence Day. Congratulations! What's next? Their own national anthem. At what point? At what point do we start saying, "Well, folks, this used to be America." We used to be united, but really and truly, we are the united divided. Anything you say here can be used against you. If you speak the truth, you will be censored. You will be silenced. You will be kaput. Damn, that sounds more like Nazi Germany. Welcome to the Nazified Communist Socialist America, ladies and gentlemen. Where they don't teach you shit. And they make sure the teachers don't teach you shit. Unless they teach you what they want you to learn. Yeah. No, Open your people. eyes, folks. Well, and, and you were saying uh, what's next, right? And, uh, you know, I was kind of waiting for a uh, lead into this. And uh, because you said, well, what's next? The uh, national an- black national anthem. And... Uh, for those of you that are not aware, surprise, surprise, but there is a black national anthem. And uh, I'm not going to play the entire thing. Uh, I will spare my audience this, but uh, here's, here's a, a few, you know, a little bit of that.
all right, all right. We we're starting to lose like uh, tens of people out of uh, leaving our podcast. <laughs> well, that's that's all well, play of that. But well, hey, we don't want to risk um we don't want to risk our live audience dropping like dead flies. But <laughs> but one thing I will say, Kane, is you have nothing to apologize for because. We, 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 on the Slightly Serious Show, like an, an unapologetically unfiltered truth, well, even know, if we may not I, always I was, agree. I, I was brought up to, if I think I'll, what I say comes off offending people, to apologize ahead of time so they don't get the misconception that I'm singling out the race or religion or Anything like that. I mean, it is what it is, folks. I mean, I can't tell you how much hate mail I get in TikTok because I, I speak up for another religion. I can't tell you the stuff that I get on Facebook when I host an opinion. You know, the only place I felt like I could host an opinion before I became good friends with y'all was crosstalk uh-huh. before it disappeared. And if you've ever were able to listen to crosstalk and all the episodes, y'all will, or if y'all were able, if Power didn't kill it, and you're able to go back and listen to some of those episodes, y'all will get a much deeper sense of where I come from and how much certain people here and off of here mean to me because i'm a good guy you are Linda. or as as or as I, I tell my mom I, I am a name of god i am a i am a christian and i will turn the cheek but after you oh. snap both of those cheeks don't suspect me to not raise hell afterwards after all i am a man i ain't perfect and my walking on water ain't as great as Jesus. So, <laughs> so folks, you know, kind of like what Dark Bear says about him, his bear being his demon. Take a good look at It's nice and happy most of the time. But there's four fuckers that live in this brain. Crazy has different sides. Mm-hmm. Not all of them are nice as me. Keep that in mind. All right, crazy. I'm gonna, uh, I appreciate you calling in. I've got to check y'all. Y'all enjoy y'all evening. See you, Kane. You and as well, I'll my see y'all well. sometime tomorrow night. Sounds good, buddy. You have a good rest of your evening, and uh, thanks again for calling in. That was uh, our, the craziest friend of all. Mr. Crazy King. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, he, he, I, I like a lot of the points that he brought up. He's very spot on and uh, mm-hmm. saying, hey, uh, you know, there's Irish people. There's all kinds of people that, hey, where's their holiday? Why, why, uh, yeah. why necessarily do we need to have a Juneteenth holiday? And, That's a good, good idea. Um, you know, and another point I would add to like what Kane says, because the thing, thing about me is, I mean, I, I, I can at times put my foot in my mouth and and, and say, say things that might be out of line, but that but that's my way of saying, you know, I know I aggravate people because, I mean, and I'm 
And if I talk shit about people, oftentimes the, the shit I might spew is true. You know, and because I mean, I've learned in life to, to not be afraid to speak truth, even if it's going to offend people. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's how, you, and that's what I admire uh, the most about uh, Crazy Kane. Uh, he speaks from mm-hmm. the heart. Uh, what he sa- he means, what he says, and he says what he means. And uh, no matter if I agree with it or not, I'll always have the utmost respect for people who who basically call it out how they see it. And uh, that's yeah. what I love about our show the most. Uh, you know, call in, let us know. How the hell you see it? I don't care. I don't necessarily need to agree with you, but at least uh, I'll have the respect for you uh, basically sharing what your opinions are <laughs> and uh, all that stuff. I think you were asking about like the D live chat, how me and Pertwee and, and Jess and how Mike Tampa Bay found those. Like if you're like on the app, um, like where, where I see the image of you at the top and then I see the chat at the bottom, like where the chat window is, it says type of message. You'll see a smiley face icon. You will click that and then you will click on the icon that says sticker and then, and then I'll click like the rocket to the moon. Like I just did. Oh, I see who I wonder. I'm, I'm going to put a face in there. Who the hell is that? It looks like big sexy to me. Big sexy. That's not a uh, face photo of big sexy. I don't know who that is. Um, um, and if you want to follow back, like people who have followed you, um, what you have to do is like, if you see my name on the D live chat, you just, push and hold on my icon um and um when it when it says like um says visit channel but you probably don't want to kill your live stream um and you'll then you you can start following me and pertwee and mike and and jenny and and a few other friends well for those of you in the podbean chat uh i'll I'll drop the link for the uh for the no that's the twitch don't go to twitch Go to the D Live uh, platform, and uh, this is the link that uh, that we're over on on the video side of things. If you care to join, or refer to my super chat. Oh yeah, Let's, I didn't see that. The uh, D Live, the Twitch, and the Facebook one. Yes, thank you, uh, producer Eric. Uh, producer Eric uh, did a, a super chat saying, "Follow us on D Live." Gives you the link there, and also the Twitch, and uh, also to make sure you follow us on over on Facebook, over on uh, Airtime, and. Uh, Check out uh, the Rumble account as well. Um, um, no YouTube until the fall, but unless we decide not to go back. I don't know. I'm debating that. I haven't checked to see if we have uh, two two strikes still, or if we're down to one. If we're down to one, I might just go back there just for shits and giggles. Uh, I would love to get everybody over onto D Live though. Eventually, uh, I think that's mm-hmm. that's my. I think that way. I, I like a platform to where not only can you know. Are we? Do we give the ability for people to send lemons over to uh, to us over on the show? But we can also give back, and I really like that because sharing is caring. I have one request slightly. If you ever go back onto YouTube, thanks for the lemon. Yes, you get one of your hats that you've got. You get a logo of YouTube on it, and you get a big freaking wood screw right through the logo and wear it the whole time you broadcast. Okay, so I'm gonna get a hat. And I'm going to put a, a logo of YouTube and cross it out. Not cross it out. Put a big screw through it, like a big wood screw. <laughs> Get the message. <laughs> the entire broadcast. Well, you know, on Twitter, I have I have two different logos over on Twitter. One is I, of the show logo. I right? wouldn't know. <laughs> well, I'm trying. I'm going to try to explain it to okay. you. Okay. 
So one of it, uh, one of the logos is basically the emblem, you know, the, the logo with the hat and the microphone and stuff like right. that. And then the other logo is basically a photo of Twitter with a Chinese flag background. <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of get the picture, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyways, okay. we're going to take uh, uh, our first break of the night, even though I think we uh, second break. Okay. Well, second. I, I think I don't think we did one, but anyways, regardless, we're gonna take a break. It's Friday. I'm tired and I need a damn break. We'll be right back. You've been listening to the slightly serious podcast. If you haven't laughed, then offended, or engaged, then turn up the damn volume. Be sure to follow and catch us weeknights at 6 30 p.m. Pacific. Thanks for the uh, eleven lemons there, producer Eric. Uh, we can Lemonade. Well, and Big Sexy decided to join us in the Podbean chat. Um, hopefully, he's got the the D Live app on his phone, or is consider getting it. Yes. Well, uh, you know, we we we'll see. I have not seen him over on D Live yet, um, but uh, mm-hmm. we we do wish uh, we do welcome Big Sexy to the show. Um, I'm not sure if anybody saw what was for dinner tonight yet, but uh, check that out. It was really delicious, and as as are the rest of the sh- the uh, pieces that he makes. Anywho, uh, I do want to get to. Um, we have a couple other stories really quickly. And yeah. This one, our good friend Honeybee brought to us today, and uh, this is coming from the Epic Times. And the the headline reads: Florida's cavalry helps secure the border. You've got a storm, and we're coming to help you. The article reads, at a June 16th press conference, Florida's Ron DeSantis became the first governor to answer the plea for help from fellow Republican governors Doug Ducey of Arizona and Greg Abbott of Texas by authorizing the deployment of law enforcement resources to help secure the border. Quote, it's undeniable that the border crisis is out of control, Christina Pushaw, press secretary to DeSantis, told the Epic Times. Quote, helping our fellow Americans in their um, moment of need is always the right thing to do. The governors of the other states have sent resources to Florida in the past to help respond to natural disasters. With the federal government unable or unwilling to enforce our laws and secure our border, Florida is ready to step up to the plate and do our part. Florida is stepping up to the plate, Brevard County Sheriff Wayne Ivey declared to the Epic Times, saying, quote, Texas and Arizona, you've got a storm and we're coming to help you. When the state of Florida has a storm that devastates an area, law enforcement resources from across the country respond and come to our rescue, Ivy explained. The concept of responding to the needs of a state in the aftermath of a storm is no different than responding to the needs of another state in the midst of a border crisis. And uh, it goes on to say it's a sentiment shared by other Florida sheriffs. Quote, when the governor called Wednesday and expressed his concerns about our southern border, I immediately offered whatever resources we could spare for this endeavor. That's what Okaloosa County Sheriff Eric Allen, Eric Aiden told the Epic Times, quote, after all, these states have answered the call for us when hurricane relief in other emergencies, so it's only fair that we return the effort when they call for help. And uh, like, I, like I've been telling you guys, we have a crisis at the border, our current administration wants to turn a blind eye. They just want to travel overseas and get uh, all, you know, 
basically tell other leaders of other nations, such as Mexico and Guatemala, that, oh, here, and we'll give you like millions of dollars. Uh, you know, that way you can help your own people. Uh, they're not at the borders making sure that the shit stops. And so it's good to see that local law enforcement all across, you know, in, in states like Florida are, are starting to work together because they understand the severity of the crisis we are having at the border. And like I've, like I've mentioned on previous shows, at what point do citizens of our own country, it might be that about that time to where, you know, the old saying uh, over on the, the People's Court way back in the day, I guess I'm kind of dating myself with uh, Judge Wapner. At the end of this, their show, they always says uh, they always said something like, "Don't take the law into your own hands; take them to court." Mm-hmm. Doug McGowan said that for a long time. It's, I'm starting to think the opposite. If uh, if the federal government's not going to do anything, I think American citizens of this country have the power to take matters into their own hands, to protect our own land. I'm just saying, I mean, how is it that any agency can tell an an American citizen that they're doing something wrong when they're eliminating criminal activity? Are you telling me, are you going to tell me that they're going to arrest an American citizen if they apprehend a criminal? Well, it'd be interesting to see. I wouldn't be opposed to checking to see how that turns out. Eric being an American, if he got his uh, application approved, if he (laughs) trespasses in my yard, I have the right to stop him or to hold him for police, Mm -hmm. not not injure him. But yet, if it's an illegal alien, you live along the border. It's free will. I mean, you are, you know, whatever you, I'm trying to think of the word for it, but basically willy nilly, you can't touch them like you're saying. And, and that's just nonsense. So, right. No, like, the, yeah. illegal, the illegal alien is like, God, he can walk on water and you're not allowed to touch him. You just, well, like, I think that's how they're getting over. So, yeah. my god yeah sometimes when they're when they're boat capsizes they definitely need to start walking on water. yeah and then and then who saves them the mexican government or the american government may it's the cartel people that help them no no that's shit those are who they pay to get they're the ones that drill the hole in the boat or digging the tunnels in the ground to come that's right yeah there's tons of tunnels here in san diego it's it's unbelievable oh my gosh there for a while it seemed like once a week they were finding new tunnel systems into Mm -hmm. san diego Oh yeah, and they all lead to like these uh, these uh, warehouses in the South Bay. Uh, it's incredible. You know, you you see, there's a lot of warehouses down by the border because uh, they do a lot of shipping, trucking, and all that. But nowadays, I mean, I wonder really how what the percentage of them are dedicated to tunnels, not necessarily to actually warehouses for shipping and containers. Well, Honeybee and I were reading a story about one that was really sophisticated, had small gauge train tracks in it, lighting system all the way. And they were talking about how many tons of cocaine they moved through it. And a tunnel exited in some vape shop in San Diego. (laughs) I don't know where to laugh or to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Or or to start filling that hole. (laughs) 
yeah, we can start filling holes. That's for sure. Holes. H O L E S, folks. Don't get your don't no cochino mines out there, please. Unbelievable. Anyways, um, let's see. Uh, uh, what else do we have? I think Big Sexy took off. I don't think he's with us anymore. Um, well, um, I sent a couple more stories through the Twitter DM. There was one story that Newsweek picked up of. Trump um, hinting in an interview he did with Sean Hannity that they didn't win, but I don't know whether there's much truth behind that. And then, and also sent a story about how we were talking about how like um, Bill Hammer was trying to 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 interrupt that one gentleman, but Rick Leventhal is leaving Fox News about the same time his wife is leaving the Real Housewives of Orange County, which don't know if that's a coincidence or if, if he's finally seeing the handwriting on the wall. Um, if you want to touch either on those stories. Let me take a look really quickly. Um, you got to scroll up. Yeah, I, I got those two. Um, let's see. You know, whichever story stands out to you, or if you, we have time for both of them. Yeah, let me see. Well, I got the Rick Leventhal thing. Uh, I don't. We'll uh, go ahead and read this. I don't exactly. Let's see. Okay, let's do that. So uh, this is uh, according to the rap.com. Uh, mm hmm. Rick Leventhal to exit Fox News just as his wife Kelly leaves the Real Housewives. <sighs> I'll struggle to get through this one. I, I really, I really despise reality TV people, and uh, well, I don't care too much for this uh, Kelly, you know, this Kelly gal. Especially, but anyways, girl. the. Uh, mm -hmm. Well, I, I think the Real Housewives franchise is trash because, especially its creator Andy Cohen, is. I mean, I don't really care for him and. Oh, and he's even got the ongoing feud still with Kathy Griffin, another comedian that I'm not a big fan of either. I think they should just gather all of the reality TV stars. Well, I better not say it. I could get in trouble. Are, are you, are, why don't you just throw it out the window? Yeah, we can always do that. Just throw them out the, the 20th story window, and they can land where they do. I'm waiting for some glass to shatter. Yep. <laughs> Longtime senior correspondent Rick Leventhal is leaving Fox News at the end of the month. The announcement of his departure came Thursday, two days after it was reported that his wife, Kelly Dodd, will not return to Bravo's Real Housewives of Orange County next season. I know there's a lot of pain. Applause. There's a lot of agony amongst all of you. Oh. I know. Anyways, Leventhal has been working for Fox News for over 24 years, and uh, he and Dodd were married back in October of 2020. Such a long-lasting, loving marriage. Anyways, Rick Leventhal's work as a senior correspondent for Fox News has been remarkable, said a spokesperson for the network Thursday. Quote, from being one of the first reporters at the scene on 9-11 to covering the Iraq War, the war on terror in Afghanistan, decade of major hurricanes, the death of Osama bin Laden, and a lot of other stuff. Um, he delivered vivid and powerful journalism that became a signature of the network's history. The statement went on that, quote, when Rick came to us and asked to cease reporting, breaking news nationally and remain in Los Angeles, where he relocated uh, him back in 2020, we understood and respected his decision to spend more time with his wife in building a new life in California. We wish him much luck and happiness in all of his future endeavors and thank him for his incredible contributions to Fox News Media over the last 24 years. On Instagram story Monday, Dodd revealed that she and Leventhal had contracted Lyme disease. What the hell? Oh, my. I don't know what Lyme disease is, but I guarantee... That's a disease you get from a tick. Yeah. I was or something say, else. 
this disease is not something you want to put in your margaritas. Anyways, the next day, people reported that she was among OC housewives, castmates, who won't be returning this next season. I know, I know. I would say good riddance to bad trash. (laughs) Eric, jeez, so so mean, so wrong. (laughs) Well, that's what reality shows are, is trash, right? Yeah, they they are. I mean, and that's that is why, you know, you know how many hundreds of millions of people watch that trash. So, Mike, you know, does do people watching the trash does that make them trash? I don't know. You don't need to answer. Eric that. doesn't watch trash, but he watches soap operas. I'll let everyone figure <laughs> that one out. <laughs> yeah, we got one more paragraph. <laughs> We're done with this story. Well, that's reality TV, though, per Soap operas are just, uh, they are uh, fiction, I think. Fiction, fiction well, too. So are the people in reality. Have you seen their faces? There's more plastic in them than there is cells. I mean, it's it should be called plastic yeah. TV, not reality TV, because it's not just housewives. It's all. Isn't it? And it, it's really, it's really amazing how people are so worried about their looks and this and that. And, oh, I need Botox here. I need Botox on my ass. I need Botox, this and that. Uh, you know, it's one of those things to where it's like, um, why are, are you that desperate that you just can't live life and proceed as, as it should be? I mean, you really need Botox. Is that and important? I mean, how when many, you're 60 years old, are you still trying to be, be a whore and just like screw around? Uh, and you, you got to make sure that your, your face is like so skin tight that, yeah, anyways. And honestly, how many can you say, oh, they look so much better? Not very many at all. Yeah, who was the one that was over on uh, Hollywood Squares? Was it Joan Rivers? Joan that Rivers. Had fucking plastic surgery? Oh, she had repeated, repeated, repeated surgery, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, uh, yeah. to finish up the article, uh, on Instagram story Monday, uh, that you know that was re- it was revealed that uh, she won't be returning next season. The last five years have been amazing experiences, she says. The next five years will be even better. I am so grateful for all the love and support and so excited about our future. And uh, that's what she said on Tuesday. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, what does a reality TV star, now that she is no longer on the cast, where do you go as a career from there? <laughs> Maybe you go into soap operas, Eric. Well, with all that surgery, it's a shame that Crypt Keeper's not on TV anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that would be their next step. I know, I know. Dating myself. You're dating yourself again, Pert. Um, I don't know. I, maybe Mr. Leventhal's made, uh, maybe he's uh, a rich enough daddy that he can just take care of her and she doesn't have to work anymore. I mean, it is the real housewives, right? So she's got money somehow, some way, doesn't she? Well, I no. guess. I don't yeah. know. Don't follow it enough to know. Don't follow it enough to, or don't care enough to follow it. So, Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know. I can't stand to watch those shows anymore. Uh, I've watched a few and I'm just like, Bleh. speaking of that, I wonder how Michaela's doing. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, <sighs> The other, there was a couple other stories I wanted to get to uh, really fast. Um, we'll go from soccer, and then we'll have a little baseball story because yesterday was opening day, by the way. Um, Pert, you brought this to me. Megan Rupino under fire over a decade-old tweet. 
Yes. This should be interesting. Uh, the article reads, Megan Rapino is the face of U.S. soccer and a new face of the Victoria's Secret. But on Thursday night, she found herself in a bit of hot water after an old tweet of hers was dug up. Rapino came under fire for a tweet back on May 19th, 2011, over 10 years ago. And the tweet read, quote, and this is Megan Rapinoe, by the way. It's not, this is not me. So don't be giving me all your damn hate mail, folks. Anyways, back then in 2011, Megan Rapinoe tweeted out, quote, you look Asian with those closed eyes. Isn't that so fucking racist? Mm, I no. mean. <laughs> hey, I mean, like, like I put down there. Asians have thin eyes. Americans have fat bellies. Brazilians have big asses. Californians have extremely high tax bills. It is what it is. It is, but I'm, I'm talking about if you're one of these losers, uh, and I have no problem saying this uh, about them, that want to say that this is racist and that's racist and fucking the entire world is just racist. Yeah. Well, this quote coincides with everything that they're bitching and complaining about. I mean, there was a cricket player that had tweeted similar type of things like over a decade ago, and he went to his first match in cricket, right? And afterwards, it came to light about 10 years ago, he was making all these quote-unquote racist remarks and stuff like that. And they made him apologize, not once during that day, but three times he said the same exact basic storyline of how he apologized and apologized and apologized. It'll go away. And to make a long story short, he played his first uh, cricket game and they booted him out. You're demoted. You're a racist and we don't, we don't like the kind in our sport. Well, go along with that. I mean, Rapino's doing the same exact thing and she's such a diehard uh, LGBTQ women yeah. OF uh, advocate and so I don't, on the side of things. How dare she say something like that? I don't care for her at all, and it's not because LGBTQ RSTUV stuff, but I just don't. But I still think it's horrible that that happened. And if you take a look at things, his let's take a look at historical uh, meanings and stuff. What if you had a friend over, like Asha, over in, in UK? That's where he's from, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, and you vape. I don't know if you smoked at one time or not. And let's say 15 years ago, 10 years ago, you had texted him and it's in there somewhere. Hey, I'm going to take a break and go smoke a fag. People would have a fit about it now because you made a derogatory remark. Well, over there, that's what that means. You're going to go smoke a cigarette. But today's society in America, they would be against you for it. But it's said in the time of when it had not acquired the meaning that it has today. But it's so screwed up. People want to look in your past. They want to bring this up, whether or not it was even applicable to what they're trying to accuse you of today. Does that make sense? You're muted slightly. It makes 100% sense to me, uh, Perk. Yeah. And, and, I, and I agree with you 100%. I don't have a problem with the comments that she made. I'm just being very sarcastic about how every other person that got their panties up their ass too far up and has a problem with everything that happens in society. Mm -hmm. Because according to their rules, she's a racist. Yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't you agree with that? Yeah, according, according to their rules. According to them, 
them being the leftists, the liberal Nazis, she's, she's, she should be frowned upon in society. She should be shamed. I don't agree with that at all. I wonder what kind of feedback we would get if we did tweet something like, oh, you look like an American with that fat belly. <laughs> it might be a test. Mike Tampa Bay, you got a Twitter account? Start doing that. Tell us what kind of response you get or if you get banned. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I did want to uh, shout out to uh, Lady Me. I, I did not notice that she was in the show, but thank you for the gifts over on the Podbean. I was very busy on the oh, other. The two gold mics. Two gold mics. Yeah, and then there was oh. some miscellaneous other stuff she threw at us, too. Love. She's full of love. She's well. I think oh, and I gave you a coffee at the beginning of the show, too. Oh, well, thank you, producer Eric. I, I think I think Lady Me is just trying to, butter, trying to butter me up because her birthday is at the end of this month, and she wants Big Sexy and I yeah. to cut, head up to LA, LA to visit her. Well, and you already yeah, got well, the champagne earlier from um, like Freedom Warrior and the Justice Truth Warrior, or, or as like a, a guy on Futurama called it, Champagne. Champagne. <laughs> If we're throwing our chest out, I give you an ice cream on D Live slightly, but you never look over there. I, um, yeah, I saw it. Well, I'm I, kidding. I, I, I am everywhere. I I don't have I you know I I need to hire somebody. But then if I hire somebody, I'm going to be minus uh, lemons every day, and uh, we might be kicked off the air because we can't afford our monthly premiums. But uh, thanks for the ice cream. And I'm just, you I, know I'm just kidding you, right? No, I know. <laughs> Oh, okay. Thank God. I, I thought you were thinking <laughs> about the ice cream. I'm like, gosh, I love ice cream. I, I really like ice cream. Um, uh, I think that the, the term, like in y'all's discussion before we acknowledge Lady Me, um, you know, a, a type of double standard called selective moral outrage, where it's okay for for one person to conduct themselves another way, but it's not okay for another party to conduct themselves a certain way. Yeah, no. Or to say certain terms. And it happens every it, – it feels like it happens almost every – It's part split. of the douchebaggery in society. Pretty much. Very well said. Yeah, I, I couldn't uh, give you a better explanation than that. So good good on you for that. What's going on there, Das? Um, das says he's uh, – he's, uh, here's to you. I'm about uh, to smoke a fag. I appreciate that. I don't smoke fags anymore. I, I switched to vape. So, But by all means, smoke them while you got them. Uh, smoke them while they're still, you know, trying to be under ten dollars a pack, because the price of cigarettes is just outrageous. Anyways, uh, yesterday, you know, I haven't mentioned too much about baseball because, you know, God forbid we talk about baseball on our show because you know it gives Pertwee high blood pressure. But, uh, it, but really, the fact of the matter is the Padres have been losing their asses lately. But yesterday, the San Diego Padres rebranded because yesterday was the first day that they opened the, the ballpark up to 100% capacity without fucking mass. So it was opening day, and I'll, I'll share to you what, what happened. In the ninth inning, which is for, for those of you not being baseball fans, the ninth inning is the last inning of a baseball game. They were down 4-2, to two, and then it was pretty amazing. Uh, we had Eric Hosmer at the plate, and he uh, he hit a two-run two home run to tie the ball game up. Very exciting stuff, right? When your team at the end of the game is down and they come back. But then right after him, Victor Caratini came up to the plate. 
and basically sealed the deal for the ball game. And I just wanted to share it because I was very excited. I was at uh, you know my second dinner last night. <coughs> he hit the ball with stick after three hours. <laughs> but anyway. And then uh, and here's the, the, the game-winning home run. And the Padres won five to four. They didn't go for the extra it was point. Fantastic. I'd have to say it's the highlight of the baseball season so far, being opening day. I don't know how they got away with calling it opening day, because in my life there's only one opening day, and that's usually back in April. But uh, I still have yet to get to a ball, ball game this year. Um, my season tickets are probably dwindling away, uh, and not you know I'm just basically paying player salaries for nothing not being able to attend or whatnot. But one of these days I'll get to a ball game and who knows, maybe we'll just do the show from the ballpark. Okay. Per, you can, uh, you can uh, unmute now. Uh, we're done talking about baseball. <laughs> but that sounds like fun. <laughs> it is. Baseball's a lovely sport. It's you said you were done talking about baseball. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sucker me right into that. Well, didn't you? well, it was a test well, to see if you really muted or uh, muted us or not. <laughs> well, I muted the mic. Well, then, I think Lady Mia's also decided she's going to celebrate her birthday in Vegas this year, but that's another month away. Oh, I thought she was having a party in uh, up in L.A. I, I guess she decided to move it to Vegas instead. Oh, well, then I'll definitely be attending them. Safer, more security. Yeah. <laughs> well, she likes to uh, she likes to gamble. I mean, because after all, both times that she got COVID was you know, in Las Vegas, so why not, uh, you know. No place like Las Vegas to uh, take a gamble, right? That's right. Yeah, I, I like uh, Las Vegas. Well, tonight I will have to share with you. This is not. Oh, I forgot to share Brian's. Uh, excuse me. Uh, let's see. I you had one it. other story. It's not really a story, but it's kind of like what the fuck. And um, this is information from uh, Mastercard, and I don't really understand it. But maybe you guys can help me understand this. But MasterCard is bringing a brand new credit card to to their services, right? Uh -huh. And basically, it's called uh, being your true self is priceless card. Anybody what? Heard? Yeah, uh, I'm not joking. Being your true self is priceless. And it's it, it's trademarked as well. It goes on to say, we believe in everyone's right to be their true self and proudly commit to play our part to make that happen. And uh, we're going to go scroll down here. Empower empowering transgender and non-binary cardholders to use their, in bold, true name. For many in the LGBTQIA plus community, the name on their credit, debit, or prepaid card does not reflect their true identity causing painful daily reminders of a conflict between their true name and the name on their card. Folks, if you're really struggling in life because you have a different name on your credit card. I think that's called fraud. <laughs> and they're discriminating. <laughs> Slightly, they left out the UP. The UP, what's the UP? Wasn't the other night, wasn't it LGBTQAUP? Oh, I don't, I can't remember all the letters. Oh, yeah, I don't know. A through Z, whatever. 
but really, I mean, if if it's if you know it's really causing you uh, painful daily reminders of a conflict between your true name and the name on your card, you got problems. I'm sorry. No if dis- I get whatever name I want on my card, I'm going to be very creative. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it goes on to say. We work to ease the pain point by creating True Name, a first of its kind feature that makes secure payments truly safe for all. And uh, I, I haven't watched this video. I, I'm, I'm curious to see what it says, but uh, apparently it's uh, probably a MasterCard employee by the name of Frankie. Uh, his quote is We all want to be validated, we all want to be seen. So let's see what he has to say. Okay. He's uh, shopping, by the way, for those of you not on the video system. For transgender people, a secure payment doesn't mean protecting yourself from someone buying sneakers with your card. Snickers, not sneakers. If you're transgender, a secure payment means paying for something without being judged, questioned, disrespected, humiliated, harassed, even assaulted simply because the name on your card doesn't match how you identify. This is about more than just keeping a card safe. It's about keeping us safe. True Name by MasterCard. The first card that allows you to display your chosen name because that's who you truly are. Okay. So... Okay, number one, I because uh, you know I don't I don't want to sound like a big douchebag because I'm not. Everybody that is breathing air deserves respect, regardless of what you want to do with your body or what you want to identify as or whatever it is, whatever your case is. I agree with that a hundred percent. Now, I'm sure like ninety to ninety percent of the time, when people are utilizing their debit or Mastercards or visas, just credit cards in general. Uh, the merchant probably 90% of the times doesn't even pay attention to the damn name on the card in the first place. They just want the sale and they're just going to, hey, swipe your card. Let's go. I mean, is this really – my question, I guess, is this. Is this really truly a problem for transgender people? Or I think it's more the other idea that I have, and it's more of a play on MasterCard's part to basically feed into it and capitalize on the situation. What do you think, Pert? You think they're trying to uh, MasterCard's just... Oh, I don't think they have a problem right now. Do you think MasterCard's just playing into it and making a profit on it? Absolutely. They're just playing into the whole thing, the whole atmosphere, instead of instead of standing strong and, you know, hey, here's your card, fill it out, here's, you know, give us back your information, here, we'll issue you the card. I mean... You know, what are they going to do next? People go in now and pay and get looked at, even if the name matches what they think they're looking at. You know what I mean? I I mean, there's people, you go in, there's guys named Marion, and somebody's going to look at a card. You don't look like a Marion. Well, I mean, it's, it's silly. It's just a marketing ploy. And I don't know if they're going to end up having any damage from it or not, but it wouldn't surprise me if there would be some people that got rid of their card and not because of hatred or anything towards what they're going after there just because they're fed up with this whole reprogramming that 
all the, no, I shouldn't say all the merchants, that uh, commerce is trying to do to us. Yeah. We've had it. We're done. Eric, uh, what, what do you think? Do you think that they're taking a, a line out of uh, the politicians and basically uh, utilizing a situation to advance an agenda uh, to capitalize on it? Um, I'm thinking maybe, I mean, I'd have to read into it a little bit further in order to have that reasonable conclusion, but and but I think right, nothing should really surprise us. You going to circle back? Yeah, we can circle I, back. I think nothing no, should surprise us. going to circle back? Yeah, he's circling back, uh, just like uh, Hacky Sack likes to circle yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I appreciate uh, BP sharing that uh, article with us. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. People. Thanks. Yeah, I that's uh, very surprising, to be honest with you. And uh, that's not the only thing we got from our good friend, uh, BP. Uh -oh. He is tonight's sponsor of the Mexican Word of the Day before we get the hell out of here. And I'm just trying to find out where it went. And here it is. So to end off the week, and we're going to start incorporating other words of the day. We're not going to, we're going to spread the love because we're equal opportunists here. So don't worry. We'll get to other types of words and stuff here in the near future. But tonight, the Mexican word of the day is Aspen. <laughs> My mind is going in a lot of different directions right now. Oh, yeah. Used in a sentence properly, your Aspen's sitting here all night. <laughs> good, uh, good one there, BP. I appreciate yes. you forwarding that to us. Uh, I hope everyone has a fantastic weekend this coming weekend. Uh, uh -huh. Eric, uh, if you want to go ahead, uh, give a couple well, of and we'll get on our way out. Um, well, the old man's Friday night music show is live right now. Um, but next week, um, he will not be doing his daily show and, and, but unless he returns like on Friday, um, but he'll be back the 28th for sure. And July 6th is his and Dina Joe and J baby's birthday. So. We, we hope to fill the live cast on that morning show, of course, that day. And throughout the weekend, you'll have other great Podbean friends, including Kane and Doomsday and the Turfies and, you know, Scooter and Spanky from Beans and Weenies and, and our friends over at Trice Talk. And you also got Dennis Lee as well. And, but I know we, we'll be back next week along with um, Mike Tampa Bay show on Friday with Dina Joe, And, of course, Cummings is Culture returning next week with new shows and so many other great Podbean friends to, to check out. Sounds good. I appreciate it, producer Eric. I hope everyone has a fantastic uh, mm -hmm. sorry, Juneteenth tomorrow. Uh, you know, if you need to go out and barbecue and get the you know, neighborhood around and uh, enjoy some fantastic fruits and stuff like that, by all means, do whatever it is that pleases you to celebrate your new national holiday out there tomorrow. Otherwise, make sure to play safe with others, get involved in your communities, and more importantly, Get your ass over to the slightlyshow.com to check out our website and make sure you're following us mm -hmm. over on Twitter for all of the crazy ass things that go through my mind because I put a lot of crap over there. And uh, don't forget to sign up over on D Live as we do our show nightly over on the D Live, the live of the D. Mm -hmm. Take that the wrong way. But um, other than that, Pert, you have anything before you uh, before we get out of here? I got a question. You brought up a good point on the Juneteenth. How do we do that? Is it Merry Juneteenth, Happy Juneteenth, Celebrate Juneteenth? I mean, what is the actual verbiage of how we wish somebody 
to remember that. I don't know. I mean, if it's their Independence Day, do you walk up to your friends that are, like celebrate it and say Happy Independence Day? I mean, is that wrong? Is that are you going to get uh, shot over that? Or I don't know. I we need I, guidelines. Come on, Biden. We need. I don't even know. He has to be told what to say first, and then he'll. Then the uh, what? What do we call him? Um, I'm trying to think of his name. Our comrade will uh, go ahead and let us know what we are yeah. allowed to say. He'll wake up tomorrow. What did I sign? <laughs> you know, about 10 years ago, he'd probably be like, what the hell is this shit? Why is this on my desk? You know, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. I think I, you're right. I think so, too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If anybody knows what uh, the appropriate uh, way to celebrate <laughs> is, let us know. BP's Drop- got it. What is it? What is it? Happy Juneteenth, bro. <laughs> you got to add the bro. But it's like B-R-A-H, bro. Happy oh. Juneteenth, bro. No, they only use bra over in Hawaii. Oh, is it? I, I don't know. I, I've had some some friends over here use it. I th- I think it's or bra. I think it's bra. B r u h. That's it. Oh, bra. B r u h. Yeah. Oh, okay. That might be. I mean, well, we can't say that. They can say that for you. Know, they can use the n and the a word. We're not allowed to say that though. Anyways, you know where I was going with that, but I'm not going to say it because. I'm a respectful kind of guy. Anyways, I hope you enjoy your weekend. Have a great rest of the holiday weekend. And we'll see you back here Monday. I got to get out of here before. Or if we do an impromptu show over the weekend, you'll keep us posted. But we still got that DLive only show coming soon. That we do. We have a DLive show coming soon. And I will promote that a couple days before we do it. That way we know, uh, give everybody a heads up about it. But if my um, my DM notifications don't go off, don't hesitate to call me because I, I like to be on call because I think hearing the telephone ring is enough to wake you up. That that uh, well, for me, it's not. But if it is for you, I'll make sure to call you. <laughs> All right, guys, have a fun. Well, because I might I might say when like if you're doing the show live and you call me, I'll I'll probably say like lurch. You rang. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, guys, I got to get out of here before I get yelled at. Have a sweet weekend, and we'll see you back on Monday night. Happy Father's Day weekend, everybody. Oh, that's right. Have a happy Father's Day weekend. And tell your father that you Or happy damn Father's Day, right, slightly? Exactly. Good night, everybody. Night. See you later, everybody. Thanks for listening to tonight's show. Not all content is endorsed by Slightly. However, if you'd like to contact me for any reason, email us over at slightlyseriousshow at gmail.com. Or hit us up on social media. Don't forget to share the show and help us grow our audience. And remember, we mean that in the most serious way. Until the next time, good night, everybody. And remember, I love you. And I love your show. I think me and Pertwee and Mike are blowing up the um, D-Live chat with those Rocket to the Moon challenges. Oh, yeah. I see a lot of rockets over there. <laughs> We're trying to get BP to do it. We've gotten Just Duck to do it successfully. Rocket challenge. I don't know if I have this. Um, what you do, um, like I said, if you see that smiley face icon when you go in the, the 
the live app next to your chat window you'll click that click sticker scroll down and look for like the image of the rocket to the moon and just like i did just now if you see it oh, but yeah. but but fo- following back friends that are following you like you will click and hold on like their icon you'll click like visit channel and then you'll see the option to follow them but um but si- but since the the video stream is off you could probably do that so that because I wouldn't recommend you doing it during the show because you wouldn't want to get kill switched that way. Exactly. Hopefully, Pertwee and and um, Mike, you know, took took that piece of advice if they want to. Since I followed them and they could follow me back and and follow each other and follow Jess. I'm sure they will. Let's see. I, I want well, to see what other stickers there are. I I still want to know who that person is. I have a face of that person. I don't know who the hell they are. <laughs> Why does for some reason I, I I keep thinking it looks like big sexy and it's not? <laughs> I don't know. It's not. Or maybe it is. Or or maybe it's. Or unless he has a twin and they were separated at birth. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. I mean, if, if he had a twin, I think somebody would have known. Yeah, somebody somebody had known something out there. I'm sure. Maybe it's. Kane unmasked. Oh, it could be. You never know. Uh, th- um, Mike Tampa Bay was trying to do a D-Live thumb up. I don't think they have a thumb up. Um, they do. That's under, I think, oh. emotes. Oh, there you go. Oh, actually, it does. See, in my restream chat, it just says, it, it actually types it out, D-Live thumb up. It mm-hmm. doesn't show me the thumb. It just texts it out. And I know Pertwee's been doing that one. I, I think Kane Kane would do this one. Oh, that's a good one. Um, Mike, they don't have a thumb up the butt uh, icon. Sorry, that just displays this text. Sorry to disappoint you. Maybe in their next upgrade they'll have that. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, in your keyboard you can. Okay. I don't know. I'm going to test out some things over the weekend as far as uh, adding some uh, background music and see how see mm-hmm. some background stuff. That'll be fun. All right. Let's see. Here's Lark. That, that, that was Lurch from the Adams family. Oh, wow. Yeah, like whenever Gomez and Morticia. Pull, pull that like rope and like, and the bell rings and it vibrates the house. That's when, you know, Lurch Lur- Lur shows up almost out of nowhere. He's like, "You grind." <laughs> what is a D line? Oh yeah, let's see what that is. They have all kinds of fun little emojis and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, Pertwee's in on it too. I can tell. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He, he he likes all of those little guys. I, wonder I, mean, they, I think BP I, needs to get his ass over there. <laughs> and uh, I wonder if they add uh, more stickers as we uh, as our show grows, or how that works. I don't. Know. Or probably like certain time of year. Yeah. Uh, I found out what you're talking about. Oh yeah. See, that's a, yeah. There it is. There's some Asian. I don't know who that is. Mm-hmm. We'll have to research who that is. I have no idea. 
Anyways, uh, El Carpe uh, and uh, friends who just joined, we appreciate you joining us, but we're on our way out. Make sure you check us out Monday, 9.30 Eastern Time. We'll be yeah. back. It's time for the weekend. It's time for me to unwind, relax. and Laura and Pink are on too, but otherwise we're going to Old Man or going over to Dennis Lee when he goes on later. There you go. So we'll see you all a little bit later. Have a good night, and we'll see you Monday. Good night, everybody. See you later.